All right. And see, that's got it. All right. All right. Welcome to Cowboys and Coffee podcast. I am the father and I'm talking to my son and we're talking about Dallas Cowboys. Paul, how you doing, buddy? I'm hanging in there. It's been a long week. It's been a long week for Cowboys fans. It's felt like forever, hasn't it, this first week? Again, uh, the offseason from last game to last year, we saw part two, the first game of the year. Part one of that last game and part two, I am not happy to say the least. No. And let me just get right into it, what, what's going on. The coaching staff is to blame for this loss. Yep. Not Jerry, not Steven, the coaching staff. I want to, again, give you a number. Forget about the injury. That those things happen. It's your starting quarterback, I get all that. That's a waste of time to go down that road to me. Waste of time. He's overpaid. Waste of time to talk about it. After these guys sign contracts, it's a waste of time. Before they sign a contract, are you? Ten carries for Ezekiel Elliott. That's horrible. Ten, Ten carries for carries. five point two yards per carry, five point two, and you're you're not going to go to him anymore. And you're going to give Tony Pollard tosses and re double reverses ten yards behind the line of scrimmage. That's like, what is this offense? Kellen Moore outsmarts himself again, again. Listen, he's not Mike Martz. He's not the guy I want, North Turner. But he had credibility off last year's run and gun, ranked number one offense. Okay. They came into that first game, the offensive line, this left guard goes down, blah, blah, blah. I understand that. Blocking schemes change up. Players experience working together. Those are considerations. Ten carries should have been done in the first quarter yeah. period and that affected the rest of the scheme the rest of the game the defense did what they could Ben don't break you had two outstanding plays by a guy who gave his all to make those two plays one of them was against a, a second string tight uh, a left tackle I get it they he he, he put his liver on the line, his kidneys on the line to make those plays to stop it. I get that. Ten carries, Ezekiel Elliott, and also how many penalties? Ten. Ten penalties, I know. Same ten, ten. Mm -hmm. By the way, are there more holding penalties on runs or pass plays? That's you have to break down. He That playbook or whatever he's signing looking on a – I don't know if it's Scrabble book he's playing with. I don't know. Um, it is a Monopoly directions. A word oh, here's one. Here's one. Word search. Yeah, yeah. Here's the one we used to play. What was the one? Uh, I don't know if you remember that. Uh, the dots on the floor. You used to, you used to spin the thing and one foot would go on a dot and the other foot the other. My wife. Twister. Twister. <laughs> Twister. It was really bad. I mean. There was no continuity, and if you say, okay, you know, we don't want Dak to get teed off on, they're running. Zeke's running the ball for 5.2 yards per rush. He actually looked really good in that zone blocking screen, the, the zone right, zone left. I thought it was great for them. I'm like, why did they stop? And, and they would have three and outs, and Brady's right back on the field putting up points. And the defense, like, the defense only let up 19 points, and the offense played 
horrible, horrible. The offense wasn't 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 keeping the other team on the field. What do you expect these guys to do? You know, plus five minutes for the Bucks on the field, but it felt like it might as well have been plus five weeks. I think this Cincinnati game coming up. Listen, I I don't want them to play better. I want them to win the game. Yeah. No moral victories. Oh, they look better now to offense, but the defense didn't play well. No, no, no. This this game right here, Cooper Rush and McCarthy and, and Moore, it's on those three people. Listen, CD, you've been reading your clippings a little bit, baby. You like that 88? Fine. I like it 88, too. I, I can wear the 88. You better not worry about 88. You better worry about running your routes and catching the ball. Now, let me let me touch on Mr. Prescott. He did not look well standing in the pocket. I don't like that ankle. I don't like his stance. His balls were not sharp at all. They were not tight at all. Timing was all off. I'm saying that this month is a blessing in disguise. I still believe it. This is a big game for the organization. This is a big game for Dallas Cowboy fans. Now, we go one-on-one. Are we winning the Super Bowl? That's not what I'm talking about. But one-on-one gives you some momentum. And your momentum is good as your next game, whatever that saying goes. I get that. You don't want to go into Giants 0-2. No, and it's really a bad look. Jamar Chase, we know it's going to get his. But can you keep him from scoring multiple touchdowns? Can you keep him from scoring one touchdown? You know, can you stop him from going – 10 catches, 140 yards, two touchdowns, because he could easily do that against you. He could scorch you. Now, in a word, is easily. Yes. You know, Diggs really, Stephon Diggs needs to step up. He can't be playing like he's, we've seen last week. It's not, I don't think he had a terrible game. You know, they let the touchdown up to Mike Evans, but like we, he can't be getting scorched this week. This defense, when Jerron Curse is out as a safety, they really have to, to put up. Parsons is all world. He's everything he's built to be. He's probably the best defender in the NFL right now. He can do things no one else can do in coverage, as a linebacker, as a pass man. I mean, he makes guys like Tristan Wirth, who's a big, strong, good tackle. He threw, just pushed him straight back to Brady for a sack. I mean, he's, right. he's unreal. We could sit here all day and sing his praises. The other guy's got to play. Tank Lawrence has got to get after people. You know, these D tackles have to do something. You know, now, uh, something else has to happen. I want to get back to Dak here real quick for yeah. just a second. They let John Kitna go as a quarterback's coach, and it's 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 changed Dak. You say, well, the last year they were great. Yeah, he needs that quarterback's coach to improve those mechanics, especially with that ankle. He's not running. He needs to vacate the pocket faster. If the I, I love that he keeps his eyes downfield, but you have to feel the pocket's closing in. Get out. Roll left. Run, just run, run out of bounds. Pick up three yards rather than a five-yard sack or six-yard sack. Right? It's like second and seven versus second and sixteen. Then you're throwing eight yards. Like, oh, it's third and eight. Great, or third and six. Like these are not manageable numbers that they're leaving themselves in. And Dak's ankle is definitely still messed up. And now he has the thumb. And I've got Jerry telling me he could be coming back in four weeks. Is he black Jesus? He's going to heal in four weeks and just come back? Like, yeah, listen, I hope so. But you come back in four weeks. And you smack that hand again, it's it's a whole other offseason. It's eight months now. So something's got to happen. Someone's got to figure some stuff out. Uh, Cooper Rush 
has to prepare this week and play like a first-string quarterback, not like a backup. Okay? Well, you can't play like a backup. He beat the Vikings he, last year in Minnesota. Yes. He, and, and the receivers, this guy Houston's got to step up. CD's got to step up. The, the offensive quarter and McCarthy, these guys got to sit down and say, okay, where are we going the rest of the year? What are, what are we – remember I told you before I, – I, listen, I'm not a, a football genius. You set up the run to set up the pass or set up the pass and set up the run. You have to counteract each other. You Listen, the famous words on Nate Newton is they're teeing off on us. Let's run the football. The great oh. Nate Newton with that line, they're teeing off on us. Let's run the rock. I think that's where we have to be at. I mean, do they have many options, you know, with – they might as well throw you or me out there at wide receiver. And I think what's, what's, what really bothers me most, Sam Williams hasn't gotten a lot of run. And Jalen Tolbert was inactive. Your third-round pick, who's a wide receiver, a position you need, you couldn't properly prepare him to get out in the field week one. And there's talk that he might not be able to play again week two either, being active. That's disgraceful. You have undrafted free agents like Dennis Houston out here playing. And I don't disrespect him. Him grinding, but like you spent a third round pick on a guy who's not even able to get on the field, and he has talent. That's that's unacceptable. I, I thought Williams did. Williams did play. I mean, he got yeah, he got some runs, right? But Houston is he inactive for tomorrow's game? I don't know. When did they come up with that? Night before or day? Day up. That day. We'll, we'll see. Day where he was in old. He was inactive last week. Sam Williams was out there a couple plays, but yeah, you know, yeah, he got lost out there. Defense. It was a play he didn't even move, but. Here's the thing with, with Houston. This is what I read according to Stephen Jones. They said they gave him too much on his plate. Tolbert. You know. uh, yeah, Tolbert. Uh, he did get the playbook early before the draft. He did have that. Um, they wanted him to know every position inside and out. Okay. Well, get him to play like Marvin Harrison. This the right side of the field like Marvin Harrison. He wouldn't even look at the left side. Right. Fine. Get him out there. Catching a ball and then taking it to the house. There's no reason that you can't find a way to put a playmaker on the field. It shouldn't be a reason. It reminds me of Joe Judge's Giants. You can't get a talented playmakers on the field and get them the ball. Like it's disgraceful. It's bad coaching. Like you've said, it's bad coaching. And get number nine out there. Get him in. Put him inside. Put him inside. Know, put him right off the tight end. The first put, way he gets the Bucks. Tom Brady's a bad matchup. You had talked about Tom Brady and. Uh, the Cowboys D coordinator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, obviously, yeah, yeah. I told you, he knows what time Quinn has his cup of tea tomorrow. He knows what, where he gets his haircut, the barber shop, the whole thing. He knows all about Quinn. Okay, how about the Giants open up against Tampa Bay? How about the Redskins open up against? Ch how about That's the amazing. Eagles open up? How about them? Why don't they do that? Yeah, Stephen okay. A. Smith. Uh, they get these other matchups. We'll see the, the Eagles have a matchup Monday night against the Vikings. We're going to see if they can stop if that vaunted defense. And all the talk about Jordan Davis coming to play and we get four snaps, Jordan Davis, maybe. Uh, Is that what he did? That's all he got? I don't know who was active. I don't even know. He was fifth defensive tackle for them. Like, he might have played a couple uh, field goal blocks, and that's about it. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I know, yeah. There were nine for 13 on third downs. The Eagles gave up nine of 13 for third downs, but go ahead. And that's yeah. against the Lions offense. Of course. It's not, it's not good. Yeah. But anyways, uh, listen, this is McCarthy. I guess McCarthy, what we're trying to tell you is this. 
Bye-bye. Hello, Mr. Payton. That's, that's the reality it. of it. That's the reality that's of it. That's the reality of it. That's behind the scenes, you know? Mm -hmm. And I guess what? None of his offenses will have 10 flags. Mm -hmm. uh, nope. Let me touch on Mr. Smith, Tyler Smith, okay? Now, let me just say it's like 22 snaps, which is like less than 30, like 30% of the game. So continue. Oh, who is? That was Jordan Who's... Davis for the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how many snaps? 22? 22 snaps for the game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He ain't out of field all the time. Less than a third of the game. Please, please. But Tyler Smith, listen, big, strong kid. Look, he looked okay. I mean, he, he looked, Barrett's a good guy to match up. It's a good experience. He'll move on. But he ain't all pro. He ain't a pro bowler right now. Maybe next year he is. Fine. Don't put the tag on these guys. Okay, I watched the guy from um, the Chargers, the BC guard. He's he's a little more polished, right? Well, he's again, he's also played interior line. Smith yeah. is making the transition to the left guard all all preseason. Then yeah. the last week, he has to kick out the left tackle, which we all knew was a solid year yeah. away. You know, Jason Peters. I want him playing left tackle and have Tyler Smith click kick in to left guard, and I think that's the strongest line that you have. You'll have a stout run blocking left side and you know he'll teach him a lot about pass protection I, I want him in tomorrow i want him in you know this is coming out on sunday i want him out today yeah i was surprised at steel would he have two flags or three three flags yeah it was a tough day for him but you know uh, I, I, was a little, I was surprised on that one i was a little a little because he had experience out there you're playing home uh, I was a little Don't surprised on that. His work cut out for him this week. He doesn't have many options. They better get out there and do it because they need to score. The only team in the NFL who didn't score a touchdown this week is Dallas Cowboys for week one. And that is, that's not going to cut it. To, right. forget, forget Super Bowl, forget NFC Championship. That's not going to cut it for your division. You can't win like that. Obviously, you can't win like that. But I mean, you look like the worst team in the division this week. It doesn't help that every other team won but you also definitively look like you had the worst offense. And, you know, you say Steven and Jerry, but they really – Amari left, Gallup's hurt. What do they do to bring in someone else who can do something there? They're still a little light in the offensive line and dinged up. Like, they better figure it out fast or else this is going to be – my. here's my biggest fear. I'll be honest with you. That the Cowboys stink and they're one in seven by the time Dak gets back. And Dak comes back and plays well enough to make him uh, six and eleven, and then they don't even get a top five pick. They get pick twelve, and you're not getting one of the elite talents in this draft because it's going to be a very deep draft. It's a, that's my biggest fear. If you're if you're going to go and make the playoffs, okay, make the playoffs. Even as a wild card, and anything can happen. Even if you even if right. you don't win, okay, well, you know, like you made the playoffs. If you don't make the playoffs, and you're a 16, 18, those picks stink. Those are like the worst picks. There's no value in that. Your team's not even good. I Look, I understand that's the draft day where you end up in the top 10. It's over. Each draft has a different history to it. Uh, we came off this last draft. It, what did we say? The worst ever. I don't know who's playing well. I, I, I really didn't finish after week from the year before our draft was as iconic as can be. Um, Listen, McCarthy and Moore and those guys and the quarterback, it's on them right there. I'm not worried about the defense, okay, but they're going to take shots down the middle of the field with, with the safety. Yes. Yeah, so 
you 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 better play cover two the whole game. Don't be going don't do that, that cover one, whatever they call it, that, that one cover. You better go cover two or cover three sometimes and get after the quarter and let them throw everything underneath because Chase and and, and Higgins, is he playing Higgins? Uh yeah, I said he's he's most likely gonna play. No, he he's gonna be down the field too. They're gonna take five shots down the field. And this is where the seven seven step drop comes in. They better be pressure up the middle so that he can take a step right or left into into the defensive ends. Yes, Lawrence, you have to give me two sacks tomorrow, Lawrence. He has to yeah. enough of the oh well, he's getting pressure. I get that, but there's a big difference between second and ten and second and seventeen. You know what I mean? Uh, on second and six, if you you know on second and five, you get pressure and he doesn't complete a pass. Well, that's good. I would much rather have it instead of third and five be third and eleven because you sacked him. You know what I mean? So there's there's still we need we need someone to step up and get some sacks besides Micah Parsons. And here here's a, I know probably most people would not say this, but you have to knock these quarterbacks out of the game. I, I know that sounds mean, but in a football t- you have to dig take these starting quarterbacks out of the game to dominate. Yeah. Okay. Right, right. Lionel Collins made a comment about the offensive line coach, Lionel Collins. What you need to comment on is your laziness the last three years in the NFL and, and also trying to pay people off. Look at that and tell me where you belong. Let's see tomorrow. Lawrence, those guys don't handle him. And that's what, that's what I think gets me. Players leave the Cowboys all the time. It happens. It happens. And Amari left under uncertain terms with the Cowboys, but he didn't badmouth the Cowboys. So I'm not going to badmouth Amari. Right. But you got guys like Cole Beasley who left and badmouth the Cowboys. Oh, this organization, like the Cowboys talked you back in and you made big money because they convinced you to play. Lyle Collins, they took a they took a big swing on you because you know what? They give you the they give you big guaranteed money. All it to a big contract, and you were thought of as a suspect for killing your girlfriend. Okay, and they stuck with you after you were a big dummy and you got suspended and you tried to bribe an official like a moron, you're like an yep. absolute idiot. And then you the cowboys still stick with you and you left and you're like, Oh, I, I, the, the cowboys didn't have this or that. Like, dude, you're dumb, you're a, you're a moron, and you know what. If you get suspended or hurt again, I don't care because you're going to badmouth the team that went out there and like put their necks on line for you. And I get it's a mm-hmm. business on both ends, but that's fine. It's a business. And when you get suspended for trying to bribe an official or someone who's giving you a, a drug test. Hey, listen, don't cry I, I followed him out of college. They cleared him all the wrongdoing. Uh, he was a scout leader, the whole thing. Uh, high character. I thought it was high character. But uh, something comes along with money and success a little bit. It's not like he's a Pro Bowl. Never made a Pro Bowl. Never made a Pro Bowl. Correct. Never. He had, he had, he was an NFL starter. He got into that trouble and got into all that nonsense and wasn't in shape. Blah blah. And things. Remember, I said I don't like it. I don't like where he's going. Don't right. like it. Now he's with Cincinnati. Let's see what happens. Nobody wishes them hard. I, I'm just saying that to a certain degree that. All the players have to understand this is a business, so you move on. But yes, more yes. and more athletes are, you know, you come in and blah, 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 you know, really. You know, really. 
we and we know why they moved on from Amari. Amari, Dak was putting on team practices and stuff. Amari wasn't showing up. They wanted to play in cold, you know, they go play in cold weather like the Eagles game. Amari pouts and takes himself out because he doesn't like the cold weather. They said, okay, we're going to trade you and we're going to send you to Cleveland. He was standing on the sideline. The whole nation, all the Cowboy Nation saw him standing there on the sideline. Rest the case. Rest of it. Remember what I was talking about, Jerry, 5149? Hmm, there you go. But you know what? Even so, I'll give credit to him. He didn't leave and bash the Cowboys. He said, no, he no, didn't. CD's good, and, and, I, and he was fine, and he didn't bash the organization. He moved on. He, he only had two catches at first right. game. Well, he's also playing with Jacoby Brissett as quarterback, yeah. which yeah, might as well be playing with no one as quarterback. Might as well just play 10 guys in the field. Yeah. So – yeah, it's he was open for a touchdown. One of the plays, Brissett threw about 15 yards too shallow. No, was he really? Oh, he was open for a touchdown, and it probably got there about two seconds afterwards. Amari got rung up at the the goal line, and a, the guy like Amari went to come back, and the guy just ran straight through him for a pass interference on the goal line. Oh, okay. Amari was open for a score. Yeah. Oh, he was. All right. Went two steps ahead of this guy, and Brissett just—I don't know—he's just not wow. good. Well, listen. There you go. There's something I want to, I want to ask you. Dak is going to miss significant time for the second time in his career now with the thumb injury. The ankle injury has obviously affected his play. Obviously affected his play at the end of last year, regardless of what the stats say. He's not rolling out the same. He's not running the same. And I get it because of the injury. The calf injury lingered last year. Even though he missed one game, it still lingered. Right. So two years ago, the ankle injury. Last year, the calf and the other abilities changed. This year, the thumb, let's say hypothetically, the Cowboys, they can't pick it up the rest of the year. It's a bad year. And they can somehow get a top five pick. Do you, as a Dallas Cowboys, take a quarterback in that first round with one of these guys who are out? You have, just looking right now, and anything can change at the end of the year, you got Will Levis, who's the quarterback from Kentucky, who I love, 6'3", 230. You have Bryce Young from Alabama, right, six foot little underside, a little, little smaller, six foot, like 200 pounds. But, man, what a leader. And you have C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, who's 6'3", 220. And, man, he can ball. Let's say one of these guys falls to you. Pick whichever one you want. Do you take him there in the top five? I have to say yes. You have to do it because of the big picture. You have to do a big picture and stuff. As simple as that. You can't have it. See, what happens is after you get these addition of, of injuries mounting on you, um, especially in that quarterback position, um, it's, it's a reflection on that's the way it goes in, in your career. That's the mystique of, of Eli Manning. Let's take Eli Manning. The guy was never hurt. No. Oh. Guy was never hurt. Never. He got bashed at the goal line with the Jets' bloody eyeball, whatever his face, his forehead. He knew how to duck and fall down and not get bashed. Yeah. Brilliant. No, it wasn't lucky. It was brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. He guys would be coming in to smack him in the backfield, and he would just like crumble his body. Yes. Yeah. Just crumpled straight down. And yep. It's smart. It was brilliant. It was incredible. You were like this guy's. Gonna, I remember how many times you're like this guy's gonna get killed. Like you can yep. see in your mind, yeah, you can see it. Just mm-hmm. like we'll just fall to the ground. He never got smacked around. 
Never. Only That's time was a quarterback preseason game. Yeah. Yep. Your best ability is availability. That's it. And he was smart. Beck has not. So the answer is yes. And I, 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 I because of my observation, my personal feeling on Dak, no. No. Professional appealing as a, as a fan, yep, I have, to, I have to. Here's the thing. I draft him now in the first round. You get a five-year rookie contract. That's not sinking a ton of money into that. And Dak has a top 10 QB salary now, but that'll even drop out of the top 10 in the next couple of, of years. Right, right. So it's not like I'm going to be sinking an inordinate amount of money in that position. If you're paying each guy $40 million, yeah, I think that's dumb. But Dak, you're going to keep him on the roster for the next three years. And then at that point, you'll be able to get rid of him at a reasonable rate where it's not – I think it would be under $10 million by that point, three years down the road, at which point your backup will now be ready, whether it's Levis or Young or Stroud, will be able to step into the position – and they're ready to play like Aaron Rodgers. He sat for years. Didn't play. Phillip Rivers sat Even, for a year. I, was it Rodgers three years or two? It was like four. Right. It was quite a, yeah, it, was, it wasn't one, that's for sure. Right. right. He, I mean, he stuck around and just yeah. at the bench. So, I mean, I think the Packers would do it three years he sat and then started. And then yeah. they went six and ten his first year, but he threw for four thousand yards. And then from there, he's been you know Aaron Rodgers ever since. Right. I would do that. I would honestly do that in a heartbeat. You have to if they're yep. in that range, and you know, they say, "Well, it doesn't help them now." You're right; it doesn't help them now. But you need to make the successful teams have those transition plans at quarterback. And I think one of those guys could potentially have a higher ceiling than Dak. You're picking top five, even maybe top ten. You know, and there's other guys. There's a quarterback from BYU who's good. There's a, there's several quarterbacks. Uh, right, right. I, I I don't. I haven't followed college football. I don't know the reputation that we used to follow before about these quarterbacks. But yes, yeah. yes, I would have to draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I, I would have to. I'll have to do that. All right. Tell me about tomorrow's game, uh, about the game coming up at 4.30. Prediction, what do you think? Here what I think happens. They have a balance on offense. They ball control it. I'm hoping between Pollard and Ezekiel, they rush for 185 yards. That's what I need, two touchdowns out of them. Right. And they play good defense. you got to keep Cincinnati from scoring touchdowns. If I see the first line, if I see – that first play from uh, Cincinnati, the first series, it's a touchdown from 60 yards. Yeah, it's a wrap. The game's over. The season's over with. Yeah. Not just a game. The season's over. If they're not playing cover two and three tomorrow and keeping Cincinnati, hello, cover two and three. Forget that. Don't just cover one stuff. Don't even do it. Can't I'll, do it. I'll tell you this. The Cowboys get blown out against the Bengals. Mike McCarthy's career in Dallas could be over. They, I know they're like, oh well, he wouldn't do that. If Jerry gets embarrassed, don't he? Might, he won't. He might not make it out of the season, let alone this week. They get blown out. They get the doors blown off, and they just think like these guys have just quit on the season. Now, Michael Parsons is—I don't care what happens—he's going to play his heart out every single play. So that's I'm not worried about. It's everybody else. If these guys but, get the doors blown off. Jerry's not going to be happy. And 
Dan Quinn's going to get the shot for the rest of the year. My opinion. Yeah, yeah, you're right, right. Hey, hey, listen, give him some credit. It was nice to see a, a professional athlete saying, you know, I'm not going to show up to that television. We lost, lost my quarterback. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. What you know, the locker room was more important. And hey, hey, listen, let me let, let's go back to Michael Irv. I, I told you this before. We said on here, we're getting too much bad history now. Yeah. It's too much bad history. No, 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 no. This team's in the past in the nineties. It's going to be sixty or seventy years. Your your, yeah. your son going to be talking about bad history. No, no, no. This has to stop. It has to stop. And Micah Parsons, Michael Irving, and those guys, and Emmett Smith, and all the rest of the gangs. It start with Jimmy Johnson. They hated losing. Yep. Get him off the field. He's got asthma. Get him off the field. Simple as that. He's what. What do you, what do you, you can't breathe? You ask me, oh, get off the field. That's all. Goodbye. I'll be the head coach. I'm playing for it. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they. Let me tell you something. Hey, hey let me tell you something about one thing that came across about an attitude. You got to play pissed off. Everybody, everybody has to play pissed off. Everybody play smart, but it's a two. They got the two. They ain't got the ass. Mm-hmm. Hey, they got the tood. CD got the tood. He got that. That's nice. They don't have the at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They better show up. That's all I'm saying. They better show up. They better come out and play. Listen, they lose. I understand. I think I actually picked them, even with Dak healthy, to lose the first two games of the year. And you did. You did. Have a soft. Yes. A yep. softer middle where they could make up some ground, make up some headway. They could even have started one and three and then kind of picking up steam from there. So if they lose, I get it. If they get their doors blown off, if they're just – Jamar Chase is putting up 200 yards. And he can. I, whew, he could go 200 yards and three touchdowns easy. And he can. So if that's what happens, then there's going to be big problems – and the next Cowboys and Coffee podcast isn't going to sound any nicer than this one. I promise you that. Oh, listen, I wore my stuff to the Denver High School game. My Cowboys stuff ran, ran into our buddy Rakeem. He's a 49. I said, look, I got the Denver, I got Dallas Cowboy draws on. I got it all. I it all. It's easy. I don't see no Patriot hats. I looked up in the stands. I don't see one Patriot hat. <laughs> the Patriots dynasty is over. I'm not going to hear it about. <laughs> I don't see no Bill Belichick clones. No, mm. no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not going to hear that about. Oh, the Patriots dynasty. No one cares about the Patriots anymore. Right. I don't care about them being America's. Their team. own play, their own fans don't care about them. Right? They don't care. Yeah, they don't care. So, so let me let me say. Um... Go ahead. Either. Their game plan for tomorrow on an offense will be what? Who will be the star on the offense? Play I, calling. Play no. calling. That's the star of the game. Yeah. If Play calling. Figure it out. You just got to keep it simple, stupid. You Play know, calling. Was Devin White this week said they knew everything they were going to run, and then Jerry said, well, they, they knew we were going to run back in the day, too, but they couldn't stop us. And I get that. And the game's kind of advanced past that. But that doesn't mean you can't just keep it simple, especially with a backup quarterback game. Keep it simple. Run the ball, get short yard, get get yardage and short third downs, and win the freaking game. Win the freaking game. That's it. Well, time of possession, 
against the Bengals and keep him the field goal is is it because Burrow like he can throw a pick. He can throw picks. For four last week and right. and fumbles those five turnovers. Yeah. Right. So so that's not a good sign for us that he played bad last week, by the I way. Know. <laughs> okay. You're gonna get two bad games out of him. Uh it's we'll we'll see. We'll see. You might be able to share share you, some of that for this week. You might be able to get after him. The whole line didn't look terribly great last week, even after TJ Watt went down. So you might be able to get after him and still cause some problems. And that's where Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence and these D tackles right. have to step up and they have to play. Yeah, absolutely. The front, the front seven, the front five and front, front fours and front five determine your scheme. As simple as that. They determine your play calling. They determine your coverages. That's what it, what determines pressure. That's it. Stopping pressure or pressure. Mm-hmm. Totally that's agree it. With you. So the game plan, that's the, the play calling is the player of the week. That's right. it. NFC player of the week, the game plan. Mm-hmm. All right. Listen, let's go Cowboys. Let's try and get us something like, you know, the expectations have fallen off fast. That happens anytime unless Kurt Warner's coming off the bench. You know what I mean? That's what happens when you go to a backup quarterback for a month or more. But we got to do something. Just give something the Cowboys seems to be proud about. You know what I mean? Again, you lose a close one, shucks. We could have had Dak, whatever. It's a backup quarterback. Get the doors blown off. It's just, just start draft, start scouting Will Levis, C.J. Stroud. That's it. All right. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. One well, like I, like I said, we're all everybody's going to be watching television. The ratings should be very high tomorrow from the Dallas area Metroplex, but throughout the country, it, it'll be very high. And we're going to go, we win, we're going to go, wow, okay, we got this one. We'll take one game at a time, and that's how you, how you do it. And, again, they go 0-2, they go on the Giants, that Monday night game that will be down there. Right, we're going to be doing stuff. Live. We want we, the break will come tomorrow if the other teams, like the Giants, football players, read their paperwork, their uh, clippings, and see what happens. They're all high off that victory with Tennessee misusing their timeout, gave the game away. So be it. You yeah. win. That's the way it goes. So, all right. Listen, this is the Cowboys and Coffee podcast. It's designated report joint. You can find us on YouTube. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, wherever. Uh, we're hashtag Cowboys Nation. You'll find us there. D, another great one. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. Son, I'll be down tomorrow. I'm going to wear my Dallas Cowboy jersey tomorrow. Good man. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So, you know, no front runner over here. We don't front run with that nonsense. Can't call us front runners for Cowboys fans. Yeah, exactly. All right, son. I love you. I love you. See you later. Peace. Bye.